Welcome back, cool listeners. Welcome back to Bondot Radio. This is Voice Over the Nations, and I am your host, Chantel Geldenes. And we are back on fire and altars. What a glorious day the Lord has given us. A day to rejoice and be glad in. And I believe that this will be the day where God will bring down your answer. He will bring down your solution. And He will do all that He has in store for you this very day. So this morning I have a very, very special guest with me. His name is Prophet Royston Van Royen. And he is with me this morning to bring to you a message of the Lord. And I believe that whatever God has decided, he will do for your life. So this morning we will speak about, about worshippers, true worshippers, and how true worshippers will arise in this time. So good morning, Prophet Royston. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Greet the people this morning, Prophet. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. It is once again a great privilege to be with the people of God. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Wanda the Radio. I know that you are in the right place at the right time. I know God has a divine word for you this morning, especially for those who know how to worship God in spirit and in truth. Let me share something with you, that if God ever had a weakness, it would be worship. This is the only thing that God cannot give himself. In order for God to give himself worship, there must be someone higher and someone bigger than him. But as all of us know that there is no one like our God, so it is the only thing that he cannot give himself. It is worship. The Bible says that he seeks those who can worship him in spirit and in truth. And you know what is so profound about this awesome statement? He seeks for those men and women in the most unlikely places, like Samaria, an example of a woman at the well. The Bible says that when Jesus saw her, he saw a woman that was broken. He saw a woman that draws water from a well at an hour when no one sees because of her shame, because of her guilt, because of the conviction that she was carrying. But you know what? The reason why we people of God suffer with these kind of things is to prevent them from walking into the fullness of what God has for them. Uh, it, it is the only things that prevents us from worshiping God in spirit and in truth. So Jesus, he speaks to this woman and one thing he says to her that is very, very powerful. He, he, he makes her realize what her life is about and where she finds herself. And this is the power of true worship. No matter where you find yourself, it is the best place to start worshiping. He says to her, my fathers worship from the mountains. You, you worship from another place. But 
I seek those. I don't care your location. You don't need to go up to the mountain. What he was referring to is he was looking at the state of her life. He said to her, I don't care if your life is a high life. I don't care if you are uh, uh, going through some, some, some torment in your own life and you see yourself in a very low position. Your position is not important. What is important is the truth in your worship. And this is what he says to her. He says, you had five husbands and the one you have now is not yours. That is the truth. And you know, the Bible says, knowing the truth, the truth will set you free. And immediately when Jesus spoke to her, the Bible says that she left her bucket. Now, this is what worship is all about. When we come to the gathering of the saints, when we come to have fellowship, we always come with our buckets. But this is what true worship is all about. The true worship is about letting your bucket down because you realizing that Jesus, the well of life, is much bigger than what I can collect. You see, worship is not about how much you can collect. Worship is about how much you can distribute, how much you can give. You know, the Bible says she left a bucket, she ran into the city, and she told everyone that I have met a man. Now, now, if some of you would say, but this woman had a problem with men. I can imagine she's running into the city and all the men listening to her saying, but this woman had five and the one she has is not even hers. What man is she talking about? The reason why people could listen to her and wanted to know what is going on in her life is because they could believe what she was saying. Because of her testimony. It wasn't a good testimony. It was a testimony of shame. I can imagine if you come to a well at the hour when no one sees you, it means you are not, you're not really proud of your own life. And this is why these men followed her. They followed her with this intention in mind. Let us go see what other man she has. Let us go see. You know, I can imagine the humiliation this woman had to go through in her own life. But when she encountered Jesus, she realizes it is no longer about how much I can gather but it is about how much I can give. So Bible says that that day multitudes came to Jesus. You see, worship is not about collecting. Worship is all about giving. Jesus says to her, he says, I seek those who can worship me in spirit and in truth. Now, now this is something if you look at it, to some of us it won't make any sense. Because Jesus was sitting at the right hand of the Father and He was in the presence or in the glory of God hearing the song of angels singing Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. He was found in the environment of heaven where worship was evident. It was the first sound of the morning. It was a continuous worship. Now why would He come down to earth 
to seek worship. The Bible says that even God even finds fault with his angels. And Jesus is being used to worship comes down because there is worship in the earth that heaven has not yet encountered. There is worship in the earth that heaven has not yet experienced. You know what he says to this woman? He says to this woman, before today, there has not been worship. He says that today, he says today I seek those who can worship me in spirit and in truth. Just think about it. From the book of Genesis to the book of John, there has not yet been true worship. It caused heaven to release the sun. You know, God bankrupted heaven to see true worship in the earth. Now, my question to you listeners is, are you a true worshiper? Can God leave his altar? Can God leave his throne and come down to listen to the sound of your worship? Worship him in spirit. And in truth, you know, God is not so impressed with the beautiful songs that you sing. It is uh, the song is just a form of a language of worship. Giving is just a, 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 a form of the language of worship. It is just the literature of worship. But let me tell you something. Worship is much more than just a song. God is more moved by the truth in your worship than the song that that you can sing. And, and, and this is very, very important, people of God, especially in this time. We are we might be locked down, but we will not shut up. We might, our doors might be closed. We might not be able to touch one another with our hands, but we can touch one another with our worship. We can touch one another by lifting up our voices and declaring the acceptable year of the Lord's favor. And we can lift up our voices and inspire the earth as worship inspires heaven. You know, worship has such an influence. Let me tell you about the influence of worship. When Lucifer left or was kicked out of heaven, a third of heaven followed him because he knew how to worship. If worship has the ability to influence the glory and the heavens, then worship can change the world as we see it today. If worship can inspire God, then I know that it can change everything around us. Corona cannot stand when there is true worship. You know, when there is true worship, heaven must come down. Heaven must respond by to true worship. He says, I seek those that can worship me. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that by the Spirit, Jesus was led into the wilderness. The Lord is saying, many of us today, we are being tested. We are being tried and we are being challenged with many afflictions because we have been led by the Spirit. Let me tell you something. It was in that time. It was in the wilderness. It was in the testing that the devil came and encountered Jesus. He says, all I want 
want you to do is worship me. Let me tell you something that was just before Jesus started his ministry. That was just before Jesus was baptized. The Lord said to me, I need to tell the people of God for many, many, many ministers of the gospel have given their worship in their testing before their ministry even started. Let me tell you something. The devil don't want to kill you. He don't want to destroy you. He don't want to kill your family. He wants to kill your generation after you. He want to kill your offspring. But in order for him to do that, he will take your worship. He says, Jesus I know you're going to do great exploits. I know you're going to touch many lives. I know you're going to influence the world. But all I want you to do is worship me. Let me tell you about the value of your worship. The Bible says that Jesus, listen to this, Jesus is, is, he has a multitude of people following him. There's a great outbreak of revival, miracle signs and wonders and powerful deeds. We read it in the book of Mark chapter 4 and we see it in Mark chapter 5. He says, he says to his disciples, get into the boat regardless of this great move, regardless of the multitudes. Regardless of this revival, there is a man on the other side. There is a man that has worship in him that the world has never seen before. The Bible says that they came to the land of the gatherings. There was a man possessed by demons. The Bible says, and no one could go that way. This man was bound. The Bible says they bound him with chains. They tied him up, but they could not keep him bound. He would cry out. He would cut himself. You know why? It is because of the worship that was inside of him. It took a legion of demons to keep him from worshiping God. But the Bible says when Jesus was still far off and he saw Jesus, the Bible says he bowed down and worshiped Jesus. I don't care what you are going through right now. If you are facing challenges, if you are being tried and tempted and challenged and oppressed by the enemy, let me tell you something. All he wants to do is keep you from knowing the value of your worship. Before Jesus could come to this man, there was a, um, the Bible says, there was a great tempest that arose. There was a mighty storm when they wanted to cross over to this man. Let me tell you something. In order for God to get to you, sometimes there is some floods, there is some thunder, there is some storms. Then that is how you recognize the value of your worship. Let me tell you something. When Jesus came to the other side, there was a legion of demons trying to keep this man bound but the Bible says when he saw Jesus far off he fell on his knees and he worshipped him you see Jesus would leave a multitude and a great revival because of the value of one man's worship let's worship him in spirit and in truth, if it's the last thing you do, worship Him. Amen. Oh, what a presence. Keep your worship. Bow down and worship Him wherever you find yourself in this time. Oh, Prophet Royston, what a word. 
Oh, I can feel the fire in this place right now as I am seated here. Let's go for a break. This is Bondot Radio Voice Over the Nation and we will be right back on Fire and Altus. And we are back on Bondot Radio Voice Over the Nations. And I am your host Chantal Geldenis and this is Fire and Altus and we are back with Prophet Royston van Royen this morning. So yes Prophet, Prophet you may continue with what the Lord has given you this day. Amen, amen worshippers. You know, um, I'm just reminded now of, uh, of Paul and Silas, uh, you know, while preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. They, they were also thrown into prison and they were also in a place of confinement and also locked down. Right? The Bible says that they were cast into the inner chambers right? and they were separated from all the other prisoners. The reason why they were separated, I believe, is because they were true worshippers. You see, if you don't separate true worshippers from the other prisoners, that they will no longer be prisoners. You see, the reason why they were put into uh, the inner chambers on their own is because of the ability of, of, of influence. And you know, when you are a worshiper, the, the spirit that you carry is always contagious and transferable. So wherever you come into, even though they put you in lockdown, you have the ability to inspire and you have the ability to influence. Now listen to what happens. The Bible says, and at midnight, Paul and Silas were praising God and they were singing hymns and praying. And while they did this, the Bible says that the chains that, that they were bound with were loosed and everyone around them were free. The, all the chains of the prisoners around them were loose and the prison doors, it was open. But this is very profound because while this is happening, remember there's, there's, there, was, there was prisoners that were in prison for some were there for 10 years. Some have not seen their family for maybe 20 years. But the Bible says their chains were loose. The prison doors were open. But none of them decided to run away. It's because of the, the power of your worship that influence of your worship they worshiped and sang hymns and prayed and the bible says that the foundation of the prison started to shake and none of the prisoners left their cells even when the prison doors were open even though they were in lockdown when they opened up their mouths and began to cry out to God the Bible says that all the chains were loose so every prisoner became free when you are a worshiper, no matter where God place you, everything around you must accommodate you in the purpose that God has for you. Hallelujah. And this is the power of your worship. Your worship has the ability to influence the earth and bring down the heavens to loosen the chains of bondage and set the captives free oh. so 
I'm going to take this opportunity right now just to pray over you to, so that the worshipers can arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I'm speaking to worshipers that stopped singing their songs. I'm speaking to worshipers that became tired and weary. I'm speaking to worshipers that has lost hope. Some have been hurt in the ministry. Some have been hurt by other people. Some have been hurt by others' opinions. Some have been hurt by words but let me tell you something this is the day that the Lord has made and I call you forth right now arise and shine in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I declare that you will worship you will declare that this is the acceptable year of the Lord's favor in the name of Jesus Christ I declare your voice will be heard and it will echo into the heavens it will change the climate oh God it will release the climate of heaven in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ I say worshipers arise and recalibrate the atmosphere of the earth recalibrate the atmosphere of the earth bring divine change in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let every padlock of COVID-19 be broken let every chain be broken in the name of Jesus Christ Lord let the weak say I am strong and let the poor say I am rich in this time and in the season I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that you will hear the trumpet sound you will hear the trumpet sound of heaven as you open up your mouth and worship him you will engage and you will gaze upon the face of God you will find yourself in the realms of heaven in the realms of glory you will see the wind within the wheel you will receive the mysteries within the mysteries in the name of Jesus Christ I declare to you that this is the day that true worship will be made manifest in the earth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I decree and I declare that your words will be heard your voice will be heard in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I declare every wildfire will die I declare every ungodly frequency will be nullified in the name of Jesus Lord I declare right now every frequency of doubt and unbelief every frequency of God of low self-esteem every frequency of shame and pride I take the sword of the spirit and I cut it right now in the name of Jesus I declare that these frequencies will malfunction I connect you to the frequency of heaven I connect you to the frequency of worship. I connect you to the frequency of the heartbeat of God. You will beat as the heart of God in the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your voice will be heard for thousands and thousands miles. And the enemy will flee at the sound of your voice. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare to you today is a new day in your life. I declare that the Lord. I declare 
declare that the atmosphere in your homes is about to change. I declare that God is recalibrating the atmosphere in your homes, in your family, in your children, in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare in the name of Jesus, every defiled spirit is leaving right now at the sound of your worship. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare to you today, in the powerful name of Jesus, every curse is broken over you. Every negative word is broken over you. Every lie is broken over you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that God is strengthening your legs, that you will stand and in all things stand. And if you have done all you can, you will stand. I just hear the Lord is saying, your strength was little, yet you have kept my word and you did not deny my name. Therefore, I'm opening up a new door. I'm sitting before you a door that no man can shut in the name of Jesus Christ. If you find yourself in a place where your strength is little, this is what the Lord is saying. Keep my word and do not deny my name. I'm about to open up a way where there seems to be no way. I'm about to prepare a table for you in the midst of your enemies. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that I'm making a highway in the wilderness in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. I declare that your worship will be like a magnet that everything that is part of your destiny everything that is part of the divine purpose of God will be magnified will be, be drawn to you in the name of Jesus Christ I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that when you go you will walk in the ways of the Lord your steps will be ordered by God everything that you need has already been ordered and it's being released to you now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare that worshipers will arise and shine. Worshipers will not be silent. They will lift up the voice of the name of Jesus and they will speak as the oracles of God. I declare that your dream will not die. I declare that the vision that God has given you will not die in the name of Jesus. Worship the Lord with all that you have in the name of Jesus Christ. We will worship God in the name of Jesus and we will lay the foundations of many generations. We will repair the bridges and we will rebuild the broken walls and we will lay the foundations of many generations in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, what a prayer, what a prayer, what a prayer. Prophet Ruizen, oh my word, I, I don't know how to say how I'm feeling right now, but really the fire of God is in this place. Thank you for the word, thank you for the word, thank you Prophet that you availed yourself this day to share with the people out there. This word was more than an encouragement, this was a word that uplifted the people of God out there. Everyone that they found them in the snare of the enemy is loosened this day. The grip of the enemy is loosened. Can you see listeners how important worship is in your life? And I am speaking, I have somebody, a true worshiper, a man after the heart of God with me in studio this day, a 
man who knows how to bring down the presence of God. A man who walks in the ways, uh, upright ways of God. I know his life. I've been with him for many years. He's my brother in Christ. He's my spiritual brother and we are of the house of unlimited. We are of the house where God reveals his glory like never before and we know how to worship because this is this is our worship leader also a prophet of God a voice to the nations and today we acknowledge God we we give God all the glory and the praise for who he is this morning we'll be right back on Bondot Radio this is voice over the nations and we will be right back on fire and altars And we are back on Bondot Radio. I'm your host Chantel Geldenhuis. And we are back on Fayan Altars. And yes, thank you Prophet. Thank you so, so much for sharing with us this day what the Lord has said. And for inquiring of the Lord. So Prophet, yes, can you just encourage our people this day, our listeners out there, our sons, daughters, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters. Can you just encourage them this day? And and tell them what they need to know in this time. Amen. <laughs> it is such a joy just to minister the word of God. Um, I want to encourage you, and I'm just reminded, Prophet Shento, that it was uh, just over two years ago when I lost everything, everything, house, family, cars, everything. You know, and I was standing in my house and I was standing in front of the house and I was wondering, where is everyone? I said, Lord, where is everyone? I used to minister all over. I used to travel all over preaching this gospel. And this day I was standing all alone and I looked up and I asked the Lord the question, Lord, why am I here? And the Lord said to me, because I... I'm a jealous God. I have shared you with everyone, but now I want you for myself. And that was the day when I realized how much worship really means. It is much more than standing on a stage. I've been doing praise and worship for more than 13 years. And I realized that day, in that moment, that, you know what? It doesn't matter how much I travel. It doesn't matter how many people I I meet and, you know, how well we did uh, for the day, for the service. It, it means much more what I do when no one sees. David killed a bear and a lion and no one knew about it. And this is my encouragement. When you are a public figure, it is very important what you do in private. And that day, while I was looking up, I said, Lord, you call me friend. Why do you call me friend? I have nothing. I have no one. And the Lord said to me, I don't call you friend because you need a friend. I call you friend because I need a friend. People of God, don't get too busy in the festivities of the season. Don't try to ride 
on the frequency of the season, but it is important to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say in this season. And you know what? It is it is one of the, the valuable keys to know and to hear from God is worship. Like I said, it is the only thing that God cannot give himself. Listeners, once again, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much, Prophet Shanto, for coming and, and seeing me and giving me this opportunity to speak to the beloved people of God. I love you and I know it's not the last time that you will hear of me. I know that God is still speaking. God is still God and He cannot fail. May the Lord bless you this day. Have a wonderful day in the presence of the Lord. And remember, worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. And yes, we will worship Him in spirit and truth. Thank you so much, Prophet. Thank you so much. We really appreciate this this day. And we give God all the glory. So this is Bondot Radio. And I am your host, Chantal Geldenes. And you are with me on Fire and Altus. And until we meet again.